Hello, hello everybody, everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Nick's World of Sports. My name is, name is Nick Zapola, thank, thank you for tuning in. We have a good, have a good episode planned for you today. I hope, I hope everyone, everyone out there has a very, very Merry Christmas and can spend it with friends, friends and family, and anyone, anyone that they could have spent it with, people that are letter important to you. I sure, I sure did. did. I, I had a very, very nice Christmas, Christmas with some family. Got to watch a lot of football on Saturday. There was no episode on Saturday, so I didn't have to stress out about recording, recording an episode. Here we are, here we are it's Tuesday, Tuesday night. It's pretty late, pretty late on, on Tuesday, Tuesday, too. I probably should have gotten into the studio a little earlier today. Just had a few things that kind of kind of prohibited me from doing so. I went out dinner, I came back. I was pretty I was tired, tired, tired in a while, while. And I was trying, trying to set up the camera, camera actually, because we didn't get our streaming camera. But, but, it's not it's working, not working out my MacBook right now. I have to do, have to do a little, little bit of diagnostics tomorrow. tomorrow. So we'll get, we'll into, get into that tomorrow. tomorrow. Right now, I, I, I need to push out some content for everyone. It's been a few days, so we've got to get into it. There's some headlines that fell over the weekend, as I kind of touched on it earlier, because... Of course, there was there was Thursday, Thursday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. We were talking last night. We were talking about, about the Jets, Jets game, that game that night. We have, we have the other games other that occurred. Some, some big ones too. Playoff seeding and other other playoff implications. We also we also had some big news in the NBA with their Christmas games that were pretty. I thought they were all pretty interesting for the most part. There's some pretty interesting ones, including Suns and the Nuggets. Nuggets that was a really good game. Over time, over time too. Disappointed, disappointed. I fell asleep on that one. And and just jump right into the biggest piece of news personally. It's the Carlos Correa news. It broke about three or four days ago. So, so if you've been, been living under a rock, rock and you've and missed, missed a couple, couple of my episodes, episodes recently, there was there was a, a big, 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 big turn of turn events, events in the Carlos Correa free agency saga. He, he spurned, spurned the, Giants the Giants to go play, to go play for the New York Mets, Mets on, on a similar, similar deal, deal. I think it was the same average annual salary, one less year, instead of being 12 years, 350, 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 12 years, they wanted to get, wanted to get, get that, that done, done, get all the work squared away, away, so that, so that they can they figure, figure out, figure out right, all right, what's, what's the, the issue that the giant, giants get cold feet and kind of push, push, push everything off. off. Now, now, there's been news in the last few days, days that the Mets are worried, worried about Carlos Correa's injury. A lot of people are speculating, oh, maybe it was a package, maybe it scared him a bit. There's apparently some really gruesome lower leg injury he suffered. That, that it hasn't been leaked, I guess, to the public exactly, but I think it might, it might be an angle. Well, I, was, I was reading on a couple of sources that, that, that what I read in the post was that Correa's ankle has been the issue, and he's, it's a it's not, not, a, not a good look. That now that now your second, second team that you that you agreed, agreed to terms with on contract is now is now kind of want to rethink this because how bad this ankle like. We don't know, we don't know how bad this angle is, I guess. The public, the public has, no has no knowledge, but apparently, apparently he's in the doctor. doctors do. I, I, I know the I surgery, know surgery happened, happened about, about, I think it was really clear, probably six, five, six years ago. But it's got to be something that still lingers and probably affects him in some way, shape, or form. He's still young. So it's like not something he can 
necessarily, necessarily have, have affected him now, but it could affect him down the road. Maybe he's wearing some of these away. away. But Carlos Carlos Reyes, a guy last year, last year everyone thought he was going to get a huge, huge contract. contract. And he never got, got it. He had a high, high AAV, three-year three year deal with wins. And he got it out of it. And now it looks like no one wants him. The Twins have a good offer, too. It was 10 years at 280, so it's 20 per year. year. But now but it's, now it's like, like, what's going on? What's, what's, what's the hold up with this? If you're a Mets, if you're a Mets fan, as every, as every day pass has as a deal that is not agreed on, I would be, I would be nervous. If this was my favorite team, this is our last big piece of one of the signings of the year. And still getting hung up on a physical right now. That's the second time it's happened. I'd be getting, I'd be getting nervous, nervous and shit in my pants. I've had a few, I've had a few reach, out reach out to me about this, too, with their personal, personal comments. comments. Uh, I'll, start, I'll start with mine, besides the besides one that kind of gave. I was just, I was just kind of breaking it down a bit. Personally, personally for both sides, sides this, doesn't this doesn't look good. Look good. The, the Mets, Mets kind of already teased the public, the public, public saying they signed they signed for it. Their owner was making comments on it. Even after the league office, office is told owners, GMs, and everyone, everyone, you know, don't don't talk about talk signings, about signings like that until they're, they're agreed, agreed upon. And Cohen was, was talking about they got the right. right. I think it's I a think bad, it's a bad look for Steve Cohen violating a league rule like that. I mean, if the Mavericks have Brian Brenner doing it, I'd be up in arms too. I'd be very, very upset for all those out there that say I don't. I think logically, logically, I just have too many, many Yankees, Yankees takes that are Yankees, Yankees takes only. only. They're not, not, not biased. biased. I'm one of the, I'm first, one of the first people, people out there that will criticize Yankees, Yankees, Yankees ownership. ownership. I've been very, I've been very critical of Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner and, and of Cashman the last year or two. Especially Cashman. I've been very, very critical of him. It's just how it is. But back to what I was saying here, though, about Colin. It just doesn't look good when... Your owner is out there violating league rules like this, and he's saying it's a done deal, it's a done deal, and then now they're all hesitant because of a physical that it seemed like Cohen didn't really care. He would sign him no matter what injuries he has. He's Carlos Correa. I have money to burn. And I do... I did give my kudos on one of the last episodes to Cohen because that's a big boy signing. He had an awesome offseason so far. He's looked, He's not afraid to spend the money. He's doing things that we haven't seen in this game since Steinbrenner was the owner of the New York Yankees. And he's willing to spend the most money to field a contender. Does buying a World Series always work? Not exactly, because there's been failures of it. Steinbrenner in the 80s, A.J. Breller's tenure so far, the uh, the Yankees of the mid-2010s, another one that was kind of spending a fortune. They spent more money than anyone in baseball and didn't even make it to the big dance, and they were outclassed by small market teams like the Royals. Like, and the Rangers, too, were a small market at the time, but... You know, you got to spend money to play, I guess. But sometimes you just get lucky with a, a small hand. Anyways, for the Mets standpoint, I personally just think this is a bad look for the Mets, too, because it's not good. You have the hype now, and you kind of mess with people's futures a bit. Like, a guy like Escobar or Canna, you're probably telling them, hey, pack your bags, Correa's coming. Once this deal's official, you're done. You're, we're going to trade you, we're going to DFA you. 
Like, they already moved on from McCann, but that was for a different reason. They got Narvaez. Like, guys could have been moved already to get Correa in, and then the deal's not done. You're kind of sitting there awkwardly with your hands. You got caught with your hands in your pants. Like, what the hell? Like, what just happened? So, I got a good perspective from another Mets fan. He was texting me saying something about Boris. How Boris is kind of a snake, a rat. He's a little uh, sketchy dude. He's always, always been that way. And I agree. Because Boris just is a weasel. He will weasel every team to pay his clients top dollar. And ultimate respect to Scott Boris because he gets paid. He does the job and everyone wants to be represented by him because... He, those guys know the players want Scott Boris to represent them because they get more money with Scott Boris. His his agency is very good. I did notice something though. At, this is a little off topic, but during the Carlos Rodon, it's pronounced Rodon apparently. I didn't think it was pronounced that way, but I've been corrected now. It's Carlos Rodon. His presser, they said that Boris is his lawyer. Not his agent, necessarily. I know Boris has a law degree. I forget from where. Don't quote me on where it's from. I, I couldn't tell you. If, I feel like I know it, but I just don't want to say it for the sake of being wrong. And I don't pride myself on being wrong. I pride myself on being right on this show. But Boris has a law degree, and he's considered a lawyer. He has practiced law in the past, but he's a player agent. So I thought it was interesting. They said he was a lawyer. Anyways, now, getting back to the whole Mets thing, though. The Mets don't want to do the deal, it seems like. They want to restructure it. And from a report I read this afternoon from, uh, I believe it was Ken Rosenthal, was it? I was reading it. it might not, I don't think it was the Post. It definitely was not the New York Post. Um, I'm just going to check it real quick because I have it right here. It was Fox News. It says, All-Star Carlos Correa is not willing to restructure contract with the Mets amid concerns over the physical. So, that's kind of a big deal, too. Like, you don't want to restructure either. It looks like both sides, although there have been reports per John Heyman that they're in an active effort to make this work, I don't think it's going to get done. I genuinely do not think so. Correa wants the long-term stability, and he wants the money at the same time. He's going to have to find somewhere to play, because I don't think it's going to be in Queens anymore, and that's the second team now that Carlos Correa is not going to play for. I'm not just saying that as a Yankees fan, that he's not going to play in Queens. It's a lock. He's not going to play in Queens. Of course, there's still a good chance, and I still think the Mets have a good shot at re-signing him, but this has got to be sickening. It's just another successful netting by the boys from Flushing. And it's nothing on Cohen's end, but if he wants to back out over a physical concern, I don't blame him because you've invested a lot of money into this team. You do have top prospects that play the position too. Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos, their third baseman. Ronnie Marusio, who's your number two prospect, is probably going to be moved off shortstop just because Francisco Lindor is going to be a Met the rest of his career. It's just, you've got to be certain. If you're going to have a guy like Correa man third base, 
I guess you've got to be purely 100% certain that any injury history will not come up in the future. Will Correa take a prove-it deal anywhere? No. So who's in the market to sign Correa? I have no clue. To be honest, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think my Yankees would be in. I don't think the Mets, if they can't get this done, restructured, the Mets will be out. The Orioles, maybe, because they've been willing to spend in the past. The Twins reunion, maybe. You might ask the Twins if they do the same contract. But it seems like the current consensus out there is that Carlos Correa is not a $300 million player due to a ankle injury or a lower leg injury that has been deemed significant. I mean, could his leg literally just be pulled pork? I don't know. So that's something they should have been clear about that on anyone's end. Like, I think it should have been public that it was his ankle before Steve Cohen went and got the deal done. Again, I have respect for Steve Cohen. He knows what he's doing. He wants to make his team the best, and he does it like any other person. Like, if I was Joe Schmo from Staten Island with $500 billion and I wanted to buy the New York Mets or the New York Yankees or a valuable sports franchise, yeah, I'd probably dump all my money into it too if I was a lifelong fan. I'd want my team to win. And the goal is to win the game, and in baseball, you can spend as much money as you want. There is no salary cap. Anyways, um, we'll probably talk more Correa Thursday, just because I want to get some rundowns in. I'm limited on studio time today, because it is late, and I've also been told that I need to be quick tonight with the studio. Um, a few other things. I'm not too happy to be told that i got to be quick, but you know it is what it is at this point, and sometimes you get dealt, dealt a shit hand, and you just got to roll with it. I said I spent a lot of time trying to set up this camera. It wasn't setting up. I got other shit to worry about. We'll get right into the Thursday night game with the New York Jets losing at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They lose 19 to three. The only touchdown in this game was a Trevor Lawrence one-yard rush on the goal line in the second quarter. It was basically a bunch of field goals from Riley Patterson. The Jets did have one scoring drive. And it was in the first quarter after a strip sack, and it was a negative seven-yard drive by Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson sucks. He's just terrible. I feel bad for Jets fans because it is actually illegal for them to have good quarterbacks. It is illegal. I think it's... It's more legal than the Bears having good quarterback play because at least Justin Fields has promise. And he could have been a Jet too, but he probably would have been ruined by the regime currently. I don't even think it's Salah's fault. If anything, I think it's uh, on the fault of LaFleur because I don't think he's the most fit OC. He's still kind of adapting. But it could be a lot better. When I say a lot better, I mean a lot better. Like, no joke. It's like, this Jets team, that is disappointing. You only put up three points against the Jags. The Jags are now in first place, by the way, in the NFC South. AFC South, excuse me. And that's just kind of wild to me. Like, I'll be real. The Jets, it doesn't get much better. What can you think about now? 
it's, it's a year, year and a half, half less, less than 20, 20 games game played for Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson in, in New, New York Jets uniform. And Madison already seems to be moving, moving on from Zach Wilson. Granted, he, Granted, looked, he looked horrible. He looked, he looked horrible, horrible on Thursday, on Thursday night. night. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson averaged, averaged five, five yards, yards per attempt. attempt. He was, he was 9, nine of 18, 18 for 92 yards and a pick. He had a, he had a 41.9 rating and a 5.1 QBR. Chris, Chris Redler, whatever his name is, he came, he came into the game, I think, in the, I think in the late third, third or early fourth quarter, and he and played he better, than better than Zach Wilson. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Chris Redler, no offense to him, can't even can't throw the ball accurately over 20 yards. He seemed, he to, seemed have to have more urgency, urgency in the pocket, in the pocket more awareness. He moved around a lot better. better. He more, more comfortable out there, out there than Wilson. I think Zach, I think Zach Wilson, Wilson just, it's not, he's, he's not, he's not for, New for New York. It's like it's Joey, Joey Gallo. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's just, he's not built for it. It's like, it's like, he just, he just isn't, isn't built for the New York market. Just something about it. And I was, I was always a little critical of Wilson's skills. Because I mean, I mean, he got drafted second, second overall, the only over one throw on combine, I'm pretty sure. And I didn't, and like, I didn't like Fields either. I wanted, I wanted the Jets to trade up for Trevor, Trevor somehow, somehow. Like, trade, like, trade the, the whole future, future for Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence which would have sucked now. now like, I'd say, 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 I'd but kind but of, kind it's of it's now. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence is the best, is the best quarterback, quarterback in that class. And two and two and three is just is just in the field in the third one resides in your division. His name, his name is, Mac is Mac Jones. And he's had a he's had a bit of a disappointing year too. But I think I think he could be a better a better quarterback than Zach Wilson in the Jets system currently. I don't think I don't think he'll fail this bad. Zach Wilson on the season is probably ranked. I don't know the exact numbers. But he is 31st in yards, 28th in yards, 37 flat. He's thrown six touchdowns and seven interceptions. He's missed now multiple weeks. Because he missed the beginning of the season with a knee injury. And then he's missing, I think it was two weeks due to bench for Mike White. The Jets have a serious quarterback issue. And this is a team that looked like a lot of playoff three or four weeks ago. Very good. Very good playoff odds. Now it looks now like they're, they're not even going to make it. They don't have, they don't have the head-to-head head head with New England. They have to, they have win, to out. win out. Granted, they Granted, have Jacksonville, which is a weaker opponent. Not Jacksonville, Miami, who's a weaker opponent. Now that we know that Tuggle has entered concussion protocol for the second time this year and is most not going to play this upcoming week against the New York Jets. That's good news. They need to win out. I think New England has to lose once. It's not looking good, good, good Jets fans. Buckle up, buckle up. This offseason is about, about to be turbulent. turbulent. Let's move it to Saturday, Saturday, Saturday game. We'll start, start in the 1 o'clock slot. slot. The Bills, the Bills start, off start off slow, but they come they back, come and, back beat and beat the Bears. The Bears 30, 35, 13. They were down, they were down actually. 10, 10, 3, and three and a half. Tyler Bass. Like, yeah, the yips. A lot of kickers. kickers record, record cold days. It was really in Chicago. It was the coldest, coldest world game the Bills have played in, I think, in over 20 years. And it didn't look, it didn't pretty, look pretty very early on. Josh, Josh Allen, despite some ugly, ugly numbers, numbers overall, overall, he kind of got, got, got it together. 
Allen was, Allen was 15, 15 26, 26 for 172 yards, yards two touchdowns, and two picks. Justin, Justin Fields really, really been a great at game. Now, now, now I think about it, throwing, throwing stuff hasn't, hasn't been good this year. 15 to 23 for 119, only one touchdown. But he did have a really nice drive early on. He ran well his legs, obviously. Fields posted another really really impressive game on that ground, I believe. Nah, not, nah, really not really 7 of 11. 7 of 11. 7 of 7. I think he had a think bigger, had a bigger run, run back. back. David, David, David Montgomery had an okay day okay on the ground. He only got an average, average of 4. Harry, what the hell? Anyways, anyways that game was kind of weird. James James Cook, Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, and Gabe Davis with touchdown scores. Dante Pettis was the only other touchdown in this game, and that was the first one of the game to the Bears up 7-0. The Bears are pretty much just playing at this point. Buffalo playing for number one seed just to keep up and keep it away from the city so that every game goes to Buffalo this year. But I still think it's a food change where it's Kansas City eats the Bills, and the Bengals can't decide to set how I've been going the last few weeks. Moving on, moving on to the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs pace, pace at 12-3. They beat up, up, up on the Seahawks. The Seahawks, Seahawks whose playoff hopes are dwindling. And they're diminishing by the second. They are now 7-8 after starting off. 7-4. They have not they been, been there or 6-4. They have not been good the last couple of weeks. Gino did not look very impressive in this one. 25-40-40-50. A touchdown and a pick. K9, K9 gets back on track with 26 carries for 107. That's still, that's still I think, my, I think my favorite Providence of rookie of the year. Patty Mahomes, Mahomes has not necessarily, not necessarily the greatest game in the stat sheet, but he played well. well 16-28, two touchdowns. Further, further helps, helps his MVP case as Jalen Hurts did not play this week. Pacheco, Pacheco had a game on the ground. Jared McKinnon still in the red zone to shout out Jarek. He's been playing like an absolute animal. It's like he's back in his prime now. I'm very I'm very happy to see Jared McKinnon performing. Back to back to the game, obviously. Travis Kelsey gets out of his funk. Has a nice has a nice 113 day. Kadarius Darius Tony scores a touchdown. Good to see that. He now has touchdowns in a short time with the Chiefs. That's two more touchdowns than he had. He had a giant last year. Surprising, surprising, surprising. Patty Mahomes, Patty Mahomes had a really, really nice three-yard run to put this team out of reach. The only touchdown, the only touchdown for, for the Seahawks, Seahawks was a garbage, garbage, garbage touchdown, touchdown, touchdown by Noah Fant with 225 left in the game. game. It was a six-yard six six reception. I think, I think Seattle's, Seattle's got, got a tough road, road to finish up this year. That's not a hot take. they got to play the Jets. And they got to play the Seahawks. The Rams, excuse me. Oh, my God. It's late, it's late here, man. It's late, it's late. I can't believe anybody said, said that. The Jets, the Jets have to play the Seahawks in Seattle. In Seattle. And the Seahawks, the Seahawks play the Rams. Play the, Rams. Following the, Rams the Rams have an interesting, interesting schedule. schedule. The Jets, the Jets, the Jets is a hard game, game on paper. But it might, but it not, might not be because who's going to play quarterback? Strebler, Strebler. Flacco. Flacco. I know Mike White was clear, but are they going to play him? Probably. Probably. It's going to be Mike White. So Mike White, so Mike White will start, get a start, most likely, most likely for the Jets, so it'll be a little more interesting. I think, I think the Geno Spencer Revenge Tour will get the Seahawks, Seahawks back on track, track but that, that ran that ran a little, little, little bit of a trap game. Moving on. Moving on. 
uh, the New York, uh, New York Giants, Giants New York, New York team sinking playoff, playoff, playoff hopes. The Giants, Giants lose, lose our heartbreaker, heartbreaker 2024 to 2027. 2027. Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson caught a screen pass, high, high game to get to get the Vikings, Vikings into somewhat, somewhat field goal field range. Not a lot of people, lot of people thought Joseph, Joseph would have, would have the leg. But oh, it's, oh, it's true. It's, it's very, very true. true. The, the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, Vikings win another, another one-score one score game. game. At home, at home against the, against New, York the Giants, New York Giants as they keep, as they keep pace now, now to try and try and get the number one seat. Big performance on, on a night, night also also from TJ Hawkins and he had two touchdowns in this one. Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousin, had a 300 yard day. Danny Jones, Jones put up his best efforts in this one. He was 30 of 42 for 344 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Saquon Barkley had the game tying touchdown just outside the two minute warning with the big, big 27 yard scamper into the end zone. And I was answering a clutch, clutch, clutch Justin Jefferson touchdown to make a 16 24 game. Daniel, Daniel Bellinger caught a big, big two-point two conversion from Jenny Jones. Jones high the, the game at 24, just outside, outside of the two-morning warning. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, it wasn't, it wasn't enough. enough. Giants, Giants, I don't think, I don't they, think they have enough to get in the, the, the playoff, playoff team, it looks like, because like the Commanders, the commanders did lose, lose this week well. as well. And I think the Giants, with the head-to-head, have a very good chance of making the playoffs now. But it's going to be very hard, very hard for them to win if this team this team's not built, built for a playoff, playoff run just because this team is purely, purely coaching. There's no, there's no player, player besides Barkley, Barkley that stands out on this team. That's just that's just hard, hard, hard truth. That's just, that's just the fact. The Vikings, the Vikings are a little, are a little fraudulent, fraudulent just because that, that, that point differential. differential. That's not a hot take. A hot take I do have about the Vikings. Is that, is that they're going to lose, lose this postseason? postseason. And it's not, not going to be because of Kirk Cousins, Cousins or Justin Jefferson. It's going to be because of something like Dalvin Cook fumbles. fumbles. And there's a and couple, there's couple teams, teams in this postseason they don't match up well with. Despite Dallas losing some corners, they don't match up well with the Cowboys. Jefferson can't figure out digs. They match up well with the Eagles. They got bullied on Monday night in the year against the Philadelphia Eagles. Two of the better, the better teams, teams in the conference. I don't think they match up well with the 49ers either, either. To be honest, I don't, I don't think this Minnesota team to go far, far either. This might, this might be a preview of my off matchup. We'll see. We'll see. We could, we see, could this see this in two, three weeks. But I don't, but I don't think this game helps the helps the Vikings that much. The Bengals, Bengals jumped out early in their game. And, and they ended up holding on despite a furious, furious comeback, comeback from, the from the Patriots. Patriots. They win they they this one 22 to 18. Um, um, Ramondre Stevens fumbled, fumbled at the end of the game. That, was, that, that wasn't good. very good. Uh, Joe, uh, Burrow Joe Burrow has, has a new favorite, favorite target. target. It looks like Trent, Trent Irwin, Irwin, who had two touchdown receptions in this one. See, Higgins also had a nice touchdown reception in this one. Evan McPherson had a year, the 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 year
and we'll, yeah, have, we'll have a guest couple on, guests on, and we'll talk, and we'll talk fantasy, fantasy football championships, championships who to play, play, who not to play. That might be, that a, fun might be a fun one. Actually, hell, actually, hell yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's lock it in, everyone. Let's, let's lock that, lock that one in. I'll get some guests in for that one. Anyways, Bengals, Bengals defense bails them out. Mondre Stevenson fumbles in the red zone, giving Nancy a much-needed win. It keeps them ahead of teams like the the. Ravens looking to poach, to poach that, that, spot. that spot, but I don't, but I don't think, think it's going to happen. I think it's going to run away, run away with this division now. A couple more, one more, one o'clock games we'll talk about, about here. Lions, Lions and Panthers, 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 Panthers running attack, awesome, awesome. The Lions, the Lions just came out flat, and that's weird to say that because Dan Campbell's a guy. He probably, he probably isn't skip game plans. It's just some days, some days you don't, you don't have it. I can tell, I can tell early on. When they were when down, they were down, down like 14, 14 7, like seven they went down like 14, 14 7, I think it was. Yeah, because they, they, they went down 14, 14 7, 7 after Sam Darnold three, three yard run, and then they immediately match up with the Dante Foreman run. Or some people have been saying it's Dante, but I think it's Dante or Dante Foreman. They had two issues. They just killed them on the run, on the ground. It just wasn't a pretty look for the Lions. They just came out flat. And, and I wouldn't blame, I wouldn't blame this one necessarily besides, besides the Lions. The Lions. There's, there's days, days as a team that's going to come out flat. I don't think, I don't think that should necessarily demoralize this team, team who's right, right, in right in the thick playoff race. Playoff race. They no longer no control, control their, their destiny, but hey, go out with the bang. The Lions have a couple of important games coming up against the Bears and the Packers. They play the Bears at home. And then they and make, then the, they track make the track out to Green Bay to close out the season. The Packers, the Packers have been sneaky. sneaky. They now have caught up to the Lions, Lions standings, standings. But I think the, I think the Packers are still very fraudulent. We'll talk about, we'll talk about them in a minute. As we get closer, closer to those games. Uh, uh, Texans, Texans get an upset, upset over the Titans. That was a surprise. Brandon Cooks game winning touchdown. Derrick Henry fumbles again. Derrick Henry fumbled. Um, 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 Willis, Willis, Willis got some run. He did not, he did look, not very, look very good passing. I don't think, I don't think Willis, Willis, Willis is a pro-level quarterback. quarterback. I was very, very high on him out of Liberty. But, but I'm, I'm, I, can't I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm wrong about Willis. Willis. I, don't I don't think he's ready. ready. And I don't, and I don't think, think he's ready to take over for Ryan Tannehill in the next year or two. I just don't see it. He has not shown anything as a passer. I just don't, I just get, don't it. get it. Why, why isn't he a better passer? I know he, I know he played at Liberty and never, never beat a good team. Like he's similar, similar to Zach Wilson. Wilson. However, however, he drafted, drafted in the third round, round in a terrible, terrible quarterback class. I just, I just don't see what the Titans saw, saw in him. Where there's other, there other options, options available. available. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds for Willis. That's interesting. Interesting. They'll give him some run with Tannehill's injury. But I still, but I still think Brian, Brian Tannehill might be a short-term short answer, answer right now. Malik, Malik, more long-term, it seems. The Ravens, Ravens get the job done against the Falcons. Snoop, Snoop Huntley. Just as just just Lamar. Lamar. It's like Diet like Lamar. Lamar. It's like, cause they can, like carbon, carbon, carbon copy, I guess. I don't know. They, they, they need they Lamar back. back they, they want to be serious. The Falcons are officially eliminated. Thanks for playing Atlanta. We'll see you next year. Uh, four uh, four games. games. I want to celebrate, celebrate real quick. I want to get really happy. I know I'm kind of flying through. Like, like, I, like I said, I feel like this episode's going to be rushed. rushed. And I'm really, I'm really not going to like the product of it. But I'm happy to say, 
How about how about them cowboys? cowboys? We them boys. We them boys. They get the they job, get the job done, done in the emerging Eagles, Eagles, Eagles after after a terrible, terrible start. start. My Christmas, Christmas was almost ruined. ruined. When I saw when I saw Dak Prescott throw that absolute, absolute duck, duck. I got caught, I got by, caught Josh by Josh Sweat on that one ball. He just didn't elevate, didn't elevate the ball. He right to a defensive, defensive lineman. I know Dak said he's been canning. He's got to get better with the turnovers. I agree. He's been terrible turning over the ball. There's been a lot, a lot of talk on national airways, especially from one Bozo from ESPN, Emmanuel Acho. Acho, Acho. I, I am familiar, familiar with your game, Emmanuel Acho. Acho. So you cannot, so you cannot fool, fool me. You were trash. You were trash. Your claims, your claims are, are straight dark. Straight dark. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to even try and be try and be nice and say, oh, bad takes. No, no, your takes are terrible, and you do it purely for clicks. He said Dak Prescott was, was, was only 25th best quarterback. quarterback. How's this How's for, this for answering, answering the critics? He, he, he was that one, that terrible, terrible interception. interception. And then Dak Prescott responds with a 300-yard day. He had 10, 10 straight, straight completions after, after the interception. Three touchdowns, three touchdowns thrown. Outplayed, outplayed most quarterbacks. quarterbacks. He's better, better than Gardner Minshew, who, who has 24, 24, 40, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, most overrated player in football the other day. I was talking about eight receptions, eight receptions for 113 and two touchdowns. Um, um, Dak's, not, Dak's overrated. not overrated. Dak's here Dak's to stay. Here to stay. That's, a That's a top 10 quarterback, quarterback responding to the critics. If Dak Prescott wasn't such a genuine, humble, humble great, great leader, nice guy, guy, I know I sound like a bunch of muncher. Not cock munching him. But he's, but he's all, these, all these nice things. Oh my, my lord. lord. Breaking, Breaking news in the studio, studio about the Mavs game. Mavs and Mavs and Knicks, 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 Knicks losing for overtime to the Dallas Mavericks. 126-121. Luka Doncic has an absolute dog, dog in him. 60 points, 10 rebounds. Tennis has 21 boards. Quentin Grimes, 30-33 for the Knicks. 4 assists, 6 boards. It might, it might be the, the, the athletic, athletic 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 damn, damn, Luca's that, Luca's that dog, Luca's, Luca's him. him, we'll talk we'll Luca, talk Luca later. later, Cowboys are Cowboys down 10 nothing. they responded, responded with a big CD touchdown, touchdown. He he a touchdown, and a Brett Modern field goal to get back in the game, they were down 10 later, they're down 27-17, they got right back in again, Brett Modern field goal,
we were very, very excited after that one. I was really excited about that. But hey, but hey, how about the how about Cowboys, Cowboys visit? Is not, not out of the picture yet. The 49ers beat up on the Commanders by a final score of 77 and 20. Brock Purdy has a nice day. George Kittle had a huge day. Uh, Ray 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 Suddenly, he was honored in this game at the Immaculate Reception, the 50th anniversary. The pride, the pride of Rainbow Valley, Valley High School. How do I know, How that? Do I know that? You can probably, you can probably guess. guess. You, know, you know me. But anyways, but anyways a football icon pass. And, and it just, it just the, vibe the vibe around that, that game, that second half. I just had I just had a feeling, feeling, unfortunately for my bet, that I had my cousin hammered. Raiders, Raiders money line. And I had, and I had Raiders all week. I was saying, saying the Raiders, there's, there's no way they lose. They lose, they lose to the Steelers. 13-10 is the final score. George Pickens, George Pickens had a huge, huge touchdown at the end of this game. With 46, 46 seconds left. Derek Carter, Carter terrible. 174 yards, three picks. Three picks. We need to reevaluate Derek Carr immediately. We need to talk, we need to talk about it. Because he just has that one random stinker every few, every few weeks. And it's, it's just unacceptable, unacceptable at this point. This point guy or Derek Carr's caliber. The Steelers do as much needed to be a three-point laugh. Hope they're still alive. And they got a very, very special win on a special day. Again, one of the best football players of his time. The best running back of his era. First running back in the Super Bowl era to score 100 touchdowns. The pride of South Jersey, Jersey, the pride, pride, pride of Rantokas Valley, Valley High School, High School Penn State's very, very own Franco Harris, gone too gone soon. soon. He, he was 772, just kind of suddenly happened. It was a sad, sad thing, and for a franchise, for a franchise I, I despise. despise. In Pittsburgh, In Pittsburgh they, they, it was it death, death they were going to win that game. game. And it was a big, it was a big loss. loss. For their, for their community, community and their, their, their history, and their former, their former team. team. But, but they got the, they win, got the win, and that means, and that means something. That means something, something at the end of the day. Final three, Final three games. Uh, Packers, Packers, Dolphins, 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 Dolphins surprisingly come from behind. They were down 20 to 20 to 10 right before half. They win this 26 to 20. So it's a tug of a concussion, and he's in the game. And he played like dog shit. Terrible, 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 terrible stuff by the NFL. NFL. He's put on his protocols to protect Tua. He threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter, and he was not, he was the, not the same quarterback that we saw in the first half. half. Second, second half. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill had big games. Aaron Rodgers looked better, better. He still threw an interception. Tua still threw 300 yards, over 300 yards. Waddle had 143, but Packers just... They're somehow, They're somehow still, still in this. It's that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, devil, devil voodoo, Jedi, Jedi magic, magic, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Will they make, will will they playoffs, make the playoffs? I hope oh, they don't. They don't. I, hate I hate the Green Bay Packers. I, I do not want to see them there. Because I just know Aaron Rodgers will win the Super Bowl. Somehow sneak in. Not a lot of teams want to see him. He looks like the resurgent. 
the Rogers, Rogers Resurgence bandwagon, bandwagon is alive. Uh, uh, three, games three games left on the docket. The, the Rams, Rams beat up, beat up on, on the Broncos, Broncos rising 51-14. The Rams, the Rams had, had a big, big day on both sides, sides of the ball. A lot of, a lot of turnovers. Russell, Russell Wilson, three interceptions. Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield had touchdown, touchdown passes. Cam Akers looked revived. 23 carries, 118 Tyler, Tyler Higby had nine receptions for 94 yards and two tutties. Baker Mayfield both his tutties to Tyler Higby. We have to see, have to see a, a Perkins, Perkins, uh, Perkins, Perkins sighting, sighting in the fourth and fourth. fourth. We, also, we also saw a, a, uh, a Brett, a Brett Rippin Rippin sighting, sighting, sighting at the end of the game. There was a, there was lot, a lot of drama, drama in this one. Actually, actually, also, also before that, Shabby Durant, Durant, Durant by by interception, interception return, won me eighty dollars this week because I had I had Rams, Rams defense on these times down, down, and and it hit. hit. God is God is good, but anyway, anyways, there was some there was some drama. That was that was leaving the sidelines. The sidelines of some video. Uh, Brett Rippin was seen before he went into the game. At some point, at some point before he went in, he said to the line, "You gotta help Russ up." Allegedly, that's what he said. You gotta help Russell Wilson up. And the lineman got pissed. One of the linemen he shoved on the sidelines. And it was telling what you gonna do about it, Brett. What are you what are you gonna do about it? And he's getting all, he's getting all up with him. The culture in Denver, in Denver is, fractured. is fractured. There's nothing, nothing they can do about it. It's, it's terrible. terrible. We have Mike Purcell, we got lost in Carolina when they lost there. Nathaniel Hackett just got fired. That's about about time. I think it's five weeks too late. But I think John Elway probably choked out Hackett on his way out. He might have left left any body bag. I know John John Elway lived livid to put the performance team this year. Russ reverted very hard. He's a bottom three quarterback. He has the potential to have a big resurgence year next year, but I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't seem as hard for us. Russ, this team is bad. This team is very, 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 very bad. And they're not going to get much better. Russ has a Russ lot, has a lot of play for in these last games. two games. And let's see, and let's see what happens. Baker made a shot to you, bro. The NV, NVP. He was also he was very efficient for 24-28. Good game, good game for Baker. The Nickelodeon valuable player. Him and Mitch Trubisky, man. Too funny. Too funny. The Buccaneers, the Buccaneers will, them, will themselves back, back into this game against, against the Cardinals. Cardinals. They win 19-16 they win overtime. Thriller against, against Reese Sorley and the Cards. The Cardinals are, are not going to win another game. They shouldn't win this one. This one. The, Buccaneers the Buccaneers are somehow still, still in first place. place. And they have and a they have all in matchup with the Carolina Panthers this upcoming week. And if the Panthers, Panthers win, win, they take first place, place in the division. And if the Bucs don't Bucks win out, win out and, and the Panthers, the Panthers don't, win. don't win out, or if the Bucs don't win out, win out the Panthers win, win, don't, either. don't either. The Bucs have, have, have to win out basically to secure the, secure the division. And the Panthers, the Panthers, Panthers win, out, win out and claim the division. The only touchdowns in this one was Connor Connors went to yard run, shot white yard, yard run from Tom Brady. A three-yard pass from Tom Brady. Brady looked terrible in this one. And so did McSorley. So McSorley uh, so actually played a lot better, better than I thought. 24, 24 45, 217. Uh, so uh, something called Greg, Greg Dorch. Dorch had tagged 10 receptions for 98 yards. Leonard Fernandez was a leader, leader in both passing and, 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 and rushing yards. For the, for uh, the uh, 
the, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Sorry, I had, Sorry, to, I had to take a second. And Tom, and Brady, Tom Brady threw for 281 in this one. This one. It was just an ugly, 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 ugly affair. And the fact, and the fact that, that the Bucs won this game makes me sick to my stomach. Last but, last but not least, Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert and the Chargers Lynch Lynch playoff spot. Finally, the Los Angeles Chargers are back. In, in the, post the postseason, they win. They win this one twenty to three in a laugher over the over Indianapolis Colts. They outlasted them from the start. Austin, Austin Eckler, Eckler had two touchdowns in this one. Justin Herbert, Herbert throws for two thirty-five touchdowns, touchdowns and a pick. Big Dick, Big Dick looked, looked like regular, regular Nick for seven seventeen twenty-nine one forty-three and three interceptions. Keenan Allen had, had, had a big day. Mike Williams had a nice day. Mike Williams also won me $125. I had this is my best gambling, gambling week of my career so far. Austin Eckler, two touchdowns, he got a lock. Nothing going for the Colts. Colts fans, if you're out there, hang in there. Hang in, hang in there. This team is talented, and there's better days on the horizon. Quick episode, that's going to do it here for us at Mixed World of Sports. Thank you for, Thank tuning, you for tuning in. in. Hopefully, Hopefully Thursday, Thursday we'll have Gato, Gato running, running, and we'll be able to we'll go, go live, live on YouTube, YouTube and, and many other many sites. sites. We will, we will probably be talk, talk more fantasy football, Carlos Correa, as we will be at some point podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time on Mixed World of Sports. Peace.